Welcome to the Bayou City Soccer Podcast. Whether inside or outside the loop, we are talking everything soccer in Houston. Y'all ready? Let's get it. Houston, welcome to another episode of the Bayou City Soccer Podcast. My name is Rudy Segura. Today, tonight, I'm joined by Cristian Potelia. What's up, brother? How you doing? Come on, come on. How's it going, everybody? How are you guys doing? Hey, not not too bad, man. It's Thursday night for us. The weekend is basically a us for the ones that have the weekends off. Sorry, Christian, for that. For real. But uh, yeah. <laughs> we're also joined by Manny Olivares. What's up, Manny? Doing good, doing good. How's it going, everyone? Hope you are looking forward to the weekend. Uh, yeah, you guys are excited. We have soccer in Houston. We have the Dynamo playing on Saturday. We have Dynamo 2 playing on Sunday, which actually we'll probably have tickets for that. Houston Dynamo 2 game. So uh, check out our social medias for that. We'll be giving away. Man, it's, it's been some pretty good games overall, even though they've lost the last two home matches, man. But um, yeah, any anything you guys want to share before we get going? I feel like before we used to kind of do a little bit of a, you know, break the ice or, you know, a story. Oh, actually, yeah, Christian, what did you learn this weekend? I'm kidding. What did you learn this week, man? I don't know where you were. I don't know where you, where you were going. <laughs> but funny story i don't know if it's funny because it's gonna cost me like about 100 bucks but uh me and my dad were, were trying to be like ha- you know handyman today and we were there was a bunch of cables going on like around the house and we we're like oh you know those are old cables from like the old direct tv antennas and stuff like that so he's like oh yeah i'll just you know i'll just pull them off real quick i was like oh yeah if he wants i was like i was gonna do it you know next week sometime so my dad just started pulling cables off the, the off the walls. And then there was one that he was like pulling on it. He couldn't do it. He couldn't take it out. So I was like, oh, I, there's some like gardening scissors in the garage. I was like, let me go get those. And you, you know, we just cut it or whatever. So it turns out is our uh, is our Wi-Fi uh, cable. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so so right now I don't have any internet. Uh I'm kind of like bootlegging uh this today. Wow. Uh from my from my phone. I'm uh, what's it called? Um I don't know what the the, the hot term spotting is. hot spotting for my phone. There you go. That's funny. Uh so a technician is gonna come in tomorrow and he's gonna have to replace the whole cable because we thought we were cool and we cut off the, yeah. the internet. So the kids didn't have TV for the day. They had to the I teach them how to play chess. So at least they they were entertained with that. <laughs> Bro, that I, I'll I'll add to your story. It kind of did something similar, but it was uh my mom asked me to like this uh guy my mom worked for needed to do some minor like cleanup around his lawn and stuff so uh i was i had a shovel because he asked me to shovel like all the dead leaves and everything around like bushes and stuff bro i started like hitting that thing (laughs) cut off all the freaking uh, sprinkler system so yeah so i acted like i mean i saw when it happened i acted stupid i didn't tell and i, I was probably like 15 14 when i did that oh okay that was and, a long uh, time ago. yeah it, yeah it's been a while but but it was funny because i i saw the line and i was like i don't know what that is like and i didn't say anything and then out of nowhere like uh, i heard my mom say yeah they said that the sprinkler system's not working anymore <laughs> like he has to reroute everything and i'm like damn I, I cut that thing into like three pieces man like it's for sure gonna have to be fixed oh That's man funny. like the things you do to try to help out and you end up messing it man, making it way worse man 
which yes. yeah say so i think this similar day i almost cut my finger off with a hedge saw trying to be cool and and make sure like do some trimming and stuff so maybe you know maybe i'm not that mexican uh, maybe i learned it that <laughs> way you know hey yeah we're we're not all handy you know all hispanics i'm not i love i always tell people like me i am not a hands-on person like i can do anything at all like when it comes to my hands i was like you need me to think and talk i can do that all day that's more of a philosopher yeah i i I like it i I got better like i like messing with stuff for sure mechanical drive and mechanical engineering drive kind of like it but yeah, not not. I wish I knew like how to like be more of like a welder. Like I see people do completely like brand new things, and I'm like, damn, that that's pretty skillful. Or like fix up a car or do like a whole house by themselves with like one hammer and like three nails. I'm like, <laughs> how the hell did you do that, guys? But <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, we'll get into it, man. We have uh, we're gonna talk about the Dynamo Dash Dynamo Two. Uh, just to get started, Christian, man, you want to tell the people uh, about our sponsor? Yeah, for sure. Uh, Senate Avenue, uh, if you guys don't know, now you know. They're right there, right off of 290 and Bow 8, right there on Jersey Village. So if you guys are looking for good beer, like homemade beer in a way, they have a little microbrewing uh, thing going on. And really good food, really good atmosphere. You know, go hit up the guys over there at Senate Avenue Brewing Company. And, you know, they're also fellow Dash and Dynamo fans, so they always have the games on. So if you're trying to catch a game in that area, you know, just take take the loop and just get off on 290. They're, like, literally right there. So hit yeah. them up. For real, man. It's a good place. I need to make it out there sometime sometime in the future. Um, Hey, um, one thing that I would – we'll start with, with Manny, man. Manny – Houston Dash, man, you you follow them more than us, more than Christian and myself. And we talked about it last week. Big news, you know, obviously, uh, Sam Lee gets let go. Um, at the time when we recorded last episode, we didn't know who the interim coach was going to be. We kind of all assumed it was going to be Sarah to take over just because that had kind of been the thing to, to happen. You know, it happened last year, same thing. But I don't know about you what your thoughts are, but what are you feeling with this move? Uh, obviously, playoffs are, are pretty difficult for the Dash just with four games left. But, um, yeah, what's your thoughts so far, man? I think, you know, as an organization, I think it will be the safest choice at the moment because, you know, he has done it before, maybe a short-term-wise successfully. But... uh she has done. She knows the team. She's been with the team the whole season. She knows the team's strengths and weaknesses. I think for 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 at the moment, I think they don't want to hire someone outside the the organization until they find a permanent head coach for next season. That looks like feels like the the vibe at the moment. Uh, but I think Sarah, you know, before she she had a good stint. Uh, that's when we had the win run, uh, streak last season. That like, oh my god, like the dash is gonna do something last season. Uh, but at the moment, I think uh the moods, everything's good. I think I think as you said, you know, the last four games they're just outside the playoffs. To be honest, of a weird NWSL season, like we're so in near the playoffs and we're so out of it at the same time. So, but I think. 
this game that's coming up on Friday, it's uh, do or die, to be honest, because the game's uh, is going to be very slim and not enough points to get inside the, the, the playoffs. Yeah, no, I'm with you, man. The, you're right. The points in itself are pretty close. I mean, uh, the Dasher with 20, the sixth place, which is the last playoff spot, has 26. So in theory, you know, you still have 12 points that you're playing. It's going to be a little difficult for sure. But, uh, yeah, at the end of the day, I think we've talked about this enough. In my perception of, like, what we're seeing with the Dash, it's a lot of, like, trial at this point for me just because obviously you have a brand new gm trying to kind of get her feet wet into this uh maybe she felt that you know maybe sam lady was definitely not the guy uh he definitely struggled to kind of win the team it didn't seem like the girls really like uh rallied around him and you know it just it, it was a different feeling a different vibe altogether um Maybe we can't really blame them. Obviously, they've seen a couple coaches come and go. Uh, maybe it's difficult for them to, uh, to I don't know, maybe open up or respect somebody else coming in. And and in a way, that's kind of the Sarah, you know, being an interim coach. As much as it's like we also are coming at the same time, too, it's one of those that should she be there at this point. And, and overall, you know, the picture of the overall and internal not – not saying that she can't be a coach i'm not saying that she you know wasn't a good assistant coach but is you're just repeating the same thing over and over so i mean who knows she may shut us up you know the doubters like myself that the dash make the playoffs with the four games left maybe she wins every game and makes the playoffs you, you really don't know mm-hmm. but um I, yeah yeah go for it man no i was gonna say i think i think this friday's game could be a good game for the one points, but I think the next two games, which Angel City, especially with uh, uh, Gotham, with, you know, Juan Carlos Amaros, you know, he's he's a tactician, you know, as we know when he was here. It's going to be real different. And I think what was striking for me that from this press conference that we had with Sarah, I think, you know, she's we have good. she really mentions that we have a good foundation this last eight months. You know, we're just trying to build upon what we have, making the tweaks that we need. And the players know the situation we're in, you know, what we need to do to get in the best situation to succeed. So I think that's what we need. I think, you know, we have a good defensive record in the league. I think it's trying to make those tweaks to make that defensive record into an offensive record as well because we need we need goals to, to get in, in the post in the postseason or the playoffs. Yeah, and one thing when talking about needing goals, obviously, again, another thing that we when we recorded hadn't happened yet was Ebony Salmon getting uh, transferred to Aston Villa. Obviously, we know that she scored a ton of goals for the or for the dash. Sorry, last season, uh, and then you talk about the players that we have here that are supposed to do that, which are Maria Sanchez and you know Diana Ordonez. Both of them get a called up to the national team. I mean, you would hope that that gives them a boost, don't you think, Money? Yeah, I think I think it will it will take away the confusion. You know, sometimes when you we have two players uh, battling out for the same position, you know, you, sometimes that you get a low confidence or maybe just not the right the spark or even just the system not working together. But now you know for sure. Okay, you have Dan Odunis as your main striker. Okay, 
was the pieces around it's going to help her succeed because at this point you have the her and you have andres alves that who plays like a second striker but most likely is going to be helping the main striker out than being a striker herself so now you gotta find you know maria sanchez you got prince coming back uh michelle Lozzi's out for the game for the red card she had last game so you have good pieces around her that okay which players can complement her her style and which players can you never know which other players can shine now that there's a open space and can step up now to to build that void yeah for sure and obviously um we know that they play this sunday uh, or sorry friday um this weekend i meant but friday um massive win and christian i wanted to say you know we we hear all this you know backlash about the the dynamo or the mls having tra- or you know fifa windows and games Check this out, man. They played uh, two weekends ago. The Dash did, and they played last week on you know September third, uh, or two weekends ago. I mean, and then they play on Friday, and then they're off again for like two weeks, dude. So it's really odd that they just have this random one game, and and it makes sense why the team left early to get there, you know, uh, two three days before the match, and. They then again they have a massive break because they have a like a international window. That's the reason why they're going. Yeah, what's up, Manny? Yeah, well, I think the reason why we had the break last week was because they were finishing up the the Challenge Cup games. So so the teams that were participating, you know, they want to give them you know the time and space to recuperate. But unfortunately, you know, like for us, the Dash, you know, didn't have you know they have off week, so now they need training to build up, and now comes an actual. FIFA window. It's just right, bad scheduling, right. bad scheduling, yeah. you know. It, it just, that... It's trippy, man. It like it throws off everything because you're trying to get some momentum, not that they were winning or anything like that, you know, on the right uh, thread. But anyways, yeah, so again, they play this this um, tomorrow, Friday, and then after that, they have three hard games. You mentioned Gotham FC. They play at home, their last home of the season, October 8th. I'll be there at that match. I'll probably be taking my whole family, probably like party of 700 uh, out to watch the Angel City game. Um, and so make sure to get tickets for that, for sure. Try to help out. Hopefully by then they're still fighting for a playoff spot. And then they play Orlando Pride. Funny enough, uh, all this game, or all the teams that they're playing, they're also you know looking to get into the playoffs. So it's one of those that it's going to be a difficult um, thing for the, for the Dash, but... Uh, we can just hope that it goes well, even though I don't think it's going to be like that. But Christian, let's close it out, man. Any thoughts you have for the dash or just what's happening? And then uh, and then also, do you think they'll make the playoffs? I guess we'll, we'll every every until they get eliminated. We need to keep asking ourselves, like, right. will they make the playoffs? I don't know. I guess, you know, knowing the information that I know now is kind of like what team wants it more. So it's going to come down to to the heart and soul of the team. Uh, and then if they have it, obviously they're going to make it. If they don't, then the other team wanted it more. Um, I think as easy as that, it's, it's going to come down to that, to heart. So I don't, I, honestly, I, I can't tell you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't watch it, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, it, it's, it's just what it seems like, the heart and soul. So what about you, Manny? What are you thinking? I think, you know, those these out of four games, three games are crucial. You know, the one with Louisville, the one with Angel City, and the one with Orlando Pride, because any you lose 
or drop points, that's pretty much it because you're helping the teams above you to get a right. point advantage above you. So I think, uh, it, to be honest, if you win three of those three games, you're looking comfortably to be in the playoffs, to be honest. But, yeah. but it's really asking a lot to get three games after a game this week in the, in the break and then, you know, coming, going back and forth. So it's just trying to find that, that little form. I don't know how you're going to get it with, with too much breaks, you know, but uh, it's just do or die game. Like Kenny says, try to play each game as a final. I like that you mentioned Kenny, man, because we'll move right into Houston Dynamo 2. Um, obviously, they're, again, they'll be playing this weekend. Big match against North Texas. So they're playing Dallas at home at Sabercat Stadium. Again, we'll have tickets for that match. Check out our social medias. I'm not sure how many we'll have, but, you know, just get out there. Get, you know, last home game for the boys. Uh, so definitely show up, support. Uh, I know it's asking a lot, being that it's a Sunday game at 530 after the Dynamo are playing at home as well. But, you know, go out there, support the guys. They really need it. And uh, right now, Christian, uh, they're sitting in sixth place. So they're not necessarily comfortably in. They have this game and, and one away game in Galaxy or against Galaxy 2, who about a couple weeks ago just destroyed Dynamo 2 at home, like 4-0 if I'm not mistaken. But – um. They're playing. They're trying, man. There's uh, St. Louis City, two Dynamo two. Uh, what is it? Minnesota uh, two and the San Jose Earthquakes are all fighting for. You know, four teams are fighting for three spots left. So chances are that they can make it for sure. But man, what are your thoughts on oh so far what we've seen from Dynamo two and your expectations for this match uh, on Sunday? Yeah, I mean basically that, right? Um, Dynamo, those have they they've been a little bit streaky, right? So they go and they win a couple of games in a row, they dominate a few games in a row, and then they turn around and they lose a couple of games in a row as well. Um, so that that that's that. I guess you know finding that switch. You know, we always talk about you know the the whole starting eleven, knowing them by memory and stuff like that. It just it just seems that when Kenny Bundy plays his guys, they win. When Kenny Bundy is forced to play other guys, they tend to kind of, you know, uh, start with the left foot. And, you know, it's kind of hard to get back in the game after you're down 2-3-0. But, I mean, it, it, you know, it's just a matter of that. But if we go to the concrete facts, which is four teams are playing for three playoff spots, and that's all it's going to be, you know. Uh, the, the, the only team that has it the hardest is Manchester, Manchester. Uh, Minnesota United. Uh, because they're actually playing two teams that are already in, in the playoffs, uh, Sporting KC and Colorado, but they're looking for a, I mean, Colorado's already like way clinched first spot, right? Colorado's going to play like first team players, you know, yeah, that's they how, might, that's they might win it all. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but Sporting Kansas City, they're, they're looking for like a home advantage. So, you know, maybe they're going to go out there and, and try to win it. Earthquakes, the Dynamo and St. Louis are all playing teams that are already eliminated. So maybe that's maybe a little extra, just knowing that maybe those guys are not going to be fighting as hard because they're already completely out. But, you know, Dynamo have a uh, a derby game. So, you know, those games are not meant to be played. They're meant to be won or wind or won. Yeah, won. And no se juegan, se ganan. There you go. In Spanish is a lot easier. 
Uh, and those are those are going to be tough games. So I'm going out there this Sunday against North Texas SC, a.k.a. Frisco. Uh, they're usually going to go out there and just kind of give it their all. Hopefully, you know, Kenny Bundy's going to have his guys and his guys only. And they'll be able to, you know, get something going over there. Like like you guys say, I mean, there's only six points left, and there's only a four-point difference between St. Louis and fifth place and Earthquakes and eighth place. So every single point literally, you know, even if you tie and you go to PK, those points are going to be super valuable uh, to kind of, you know, see where you're going to end up in that ranking. So hopefully, you know, they, at the end of the day, they'll, they'll get that fifth place. But honestly, just getting in the playoffs – is enough because obviously we know that the playoff it's like a whole different tournament of itself um the dynamo those do play really well when they play with their own guys this last game it was kind of proof that if you give kenny bundy just kenny bundy's guys he he's gonna make magic work and you know a bunch of golazos the floor he is he's been killing it on the left side uh diego gonzalez came back with a free kick you know Evans, he had a pretty good. He usually does have pretty good games. You just don't see him yeah, score I think, anything. I think Brooklyn had a good game too. Brooklyn did an okay job. I mean, I don't think he had his greatest game, but you know, the, Kenny Bunny says they expect a lot from him. So, I think the 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 expectations are really high for some guys, and lately, not a lot of them have been stepping up. So, hopefully, you know, getting into the last of the season. Going into the playoffs will help that so those guys can, you know, step up and, and kind of, you know, catch the eyes of Asher. You know, we were talking about before we started about Asher tweeting about, you know, scouting and scouting talents. You know, there's a great opportunity to show Asher and Pat that, you know, these kids are, are you know, you as a player, you're uh, you're ready to maybe make a step to, to the first team. So, and I think there's a couple of potential guys. So, you know, we'll see how, how the season ends and how the cookie crumbles at the end. So obviously you're not going to pick against those to lose against a rival. So I guess yeah. for you, the two makes the playoffs, right? The what? Two, the Dynamo two make the playoffs. I, I, I think they will. It's okay. going to be tough, but I, they will. Sure. What about you, Manny? What are your thoughts, quick thoughts on it? And I guess they make the playoffs as well in your mind. I think. I think Kenny was saying, especially in the in the press conference, you know, trying to get these players at the right mental mental place to to be to get the points that we need to to make to the playoffs. You know, I think uh, personal they're trying to be consistent. I think as you, as uh, Chris said, you know, when it, when Kenny plays his players, the players he knows, they're consistent. They're always performing. Um, maybe sometimes not get the results, but they always perform. And so I think you know. If they win this game, they're comfortably in the in the in the playoffs. Okay, you know, they'll be most likely be away, but at this point in the playoffs, you once you're in the playoffs, anything can happen. So I say they make it. Yeah, and the uh obviously you mentioned the press conferences. I guess uh Matt, um, what's it called? Chris's internet's down a bit, but uh eventually, man, you keep putting all those pressers up. Um on the YouTube channel. And I, it was going to be a little shout out to all the people, you know, out there helping us and supporting us through the, uh, buy me a coffee.com, uh, slash Bayou city soccer. And we got a couple more supporters, uh, Jen and Dustin new members, uh, 
basically and had a great comment it said thanks thank you know thanks about you city soccer appreciate all the work you put on the site and the youtube channel so that's shout out to chris because he's the one always trying to keep keep the youtube updated as much as we can uh and then Kristen uh shields hopefully i pronounced that right uh she said uh keep up the great work go dash and last one that is new uh ellen Braden. she also became a member supporting us uh wow. through the buymecoffee.com man really really awesome thank you guys for the support we're just out here trying to uh, continue to bring all the contact that you content that you guys like and enjoy and uh there's there's nothing better man than to help out you know and uh, the community pumping content of the teams that we all enjoy watching um anything else that i miss christian money we're good you guys ready to move to the bread and butter that is the houston dynamo uh, I'll get it kicked off. Obviously, the they hosted a uh, members night or member meet the team event for the season ticket holders. This is probably my fourth one I missed last year because it was a little further away from me during the week. But um, this was a nice one, man. It was at the Houston Sports Park, which if you don't know, that is where the Dynamo and the Dash train. Obviously, two trains there as well. Uh, next to the facility is the Sabercat Stadium. So it's like the rugby Sabercats and obviously um, the Houston Dynamo, those plays their home matches there as well. But they did a great job, guys. I, I wish, you know, maybe more of us would have gone. Uh, they did a really cool tour of like the behind the scenes, you know, where they come out and tr uh, from training, where their locker rooms are at. Um, a little bit of behind the scenes, you know, uh, the cool stuff they have big training room for their recoveries and from injuries and all the good stuff that uh entails of you know soccer and then um they were you know they broke the team obviously the only squad members missing were coco carrasquilla hector herrera and Xavier valdez who were all out uh due to their national team's call-ups and uh the rest of the squad was divided into basically four groups a uh, couple were doing like Q and A sessions uh, hosted by our our uh, I was gonna say colleague Edgar uh, Veliz was hosting that, asking the questions to the players as well as some fans were asking them questions. Uh, the the best takeaway for that one, uh, Eric Sviachenko said his favorite player was Hernan Crespo. It was pretty interesting. He obviously like he looked at the kid that asked, and the kid he goes like, "I know you're not gonna know who this is, <laughs> but." And even the teammates, you know, I think like uh, who was the next one? I think like Brad Schmidt and uh, who's the there's a, I can't remember who's the other guy. I think it was Chase Gasper. They were both like, well, that's really random. Like that for him random. picking uh, Hernan Crespo, so, you know, forward, pretty pretty yeah. funny that he picked that. Um, and yeah, and so they had a like a, a table with all the guys doing autographs as well. So there's a line for that. That was like in their main indoor area and then outside they had a couple games happening um they had um food trucks uh that you know basically anybody could enjoy they give you like a meal ticket uh you pick a food truck and get some grub they have free drinks they had uh obviously alcohol if you wanted some of that all free man they had uh the one that i enjoyed was they had they had uh, ice cream so you know i made sure to get some ice cream 
But uh, but it was nice because they even had some of the guys there taking pictures. You know, people come, would come up to them. You had Griffin Dorsey, you know, being a part and uh, taking orders for one of the food trucks. I think Bossy did it too. And I think it's Vyachenko as well. And then the last group was um, they had like a, they have an indoor field or not indoor field, sorry, like a, uh, what is it, turf field. And, and on that field, they kind of had like little games, whether you are playing uh, or doing penalty kicks or small sided games. And a few of the guys were there kind of doing, you know, playing with the kids. You saw Arthur, Bassi, uh, Franco Escobar, Corey Baird were some of the notable ones having a ton of fun there. And it was funny because for sure, by far, the uh, most requested player that I noticed was Bossy. Bossy, like everybody was trying to hunt down Bossy, trying to get an autograph, a picture from Bossy. Um, Bossy, we know that he, we don't know if he speaks English, French, <laughs> uh, whatever. He, but dude, people love him and he's very like animated talking to them. Uh, so it was fun, man. I think as a fan as a, myself being a season ticket holder, uh, took my dad with me because uh, he broke his arm, so he's not working. So I'm like, bro, you want to go? Let's go. And uh, so we had a lot of fun, man. So you know, not we we don't get paid by by Houston Dynamo or the Dash or anything like that to say. But you know, if you guys enjoy, you guys watch the games, or you guys in Houston and you guys want to get autographs, uh, pictures with you know your favorite players, man, go out there and do it. I think you'll enjoy it. And uh, that's kind of my wrap on that. But let's talk a little bit on the uh, games themselves guys obviously um houston gets to play the number one team in the western conference in st louis city crazy that you know an expansion team is right here in first they've been playing very well they have had their ups and downs they've had major injuries but at the end of the day they have not let go of that first play since basically the beginning of the season man pretty incredible stuff um christian unfortunately for the dynamo your favorite player, the German Brazilian uh, close is back from injury. So, oh, man, what good. are you expecting from this match uh, against the first team or top team on the West, man? Gonna be it's gonna be rough. I mean, we're we're going against you know one of the best teams, so it, it's obviously gonna be rough. But I think we have a really good squad right now. I, we're filling ourselves, and that's a good thing. And not only we are filling ourselves, but we are at home which is another advantage that we have been able to kind of like put together uh, this past few like months. And I mean, if you look at, you know, the amount of clean sheets we have, if you look at how, you know, defensively we've been super solid, if you look at how offensively, I think we're still trying to become the, the, what we could be, um, but it's working out so far. So we, you know, we're putting goals in the back of the net. We're defending well. We have good rotations, uh, which is something that I, I didn't think I would say this early, but I think our rotation is is decent. It's not maybe the greatest, but it's decent. And you know we're going against one of the biggest teams out there, or I don't know if biggest, but yeah, at least a team that is that is winning, right? So consistent. The season is the yeah, biggest. Exactly. Man. I mean, you take it season by season, and right now yeah. you're right; they're so, one of the biggest. So you know, let's 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 take that game. You know, then we have other ones coming up, but I think. Um, this is going to be a really good test to see, you know, where we're at for sure, for sure, going into towards the end of the season. I mean, we are in a good spot in the playoffs, but I mean, there's there's not a lot of room between, you know, we you know where we're at and where the playoff spots end. So it's going to be a good challenge for sure. 
Yeah, it's going to be a great challenge. And obviously, uh, the Houston, I mean, you know, they get a win here in St. Louis. They get a, or sorry, against St. Louis this weekend. They play Wednesday against Vancouver. Uh, they get say they get two wins, and maybe by the game in Kansas City, man, they they may have clinched playoffs, and it's something that we haven't said in a while. So it's pretty crazy. I mean, we're not there yet. There's still plenty of matches. You hope that the momentum carries on. Uh, but yeah, Manny, uh, you heard what Christian was saying about playing a really tough team in St. Louis, man. What are your thoughts on on that, and what are your expectations for this match? I think you know. I think I think as we always keep uh, saying, I think uh, I think Dustin even even mentions it. Uh, you know, this will be actually a good test for Dynamo because you're playing number one team, playing the you know stats will say you know it's they're the number one team, the goals and everything. But if we get a result or a tie or a win. I think that's could be a huge statement for just now for how the season has been gone, just how the team flipped. You know, I feel like maybe at the beginning we were still finding out how the team's gonna be organized and what players are gonna be now. I think the last you know, the last time in June when we faced St. Louis, we got we we lost three zero badly. And it was like a horrible game to watch. But this is like a turnaround. It's not the same dynamo they faced before. The team has changed. The chemistry has gotten better. The goals are coming. You know now shutouts. You know this team has been has shifted. So this is with them in mind. I think this game with San Luis is going to be a huge defining moment for the for the season. To be honest. Yeah, I agree with you, man. I think you playing the best team in the West again. We we're tired of saying that. Obviously, uh, they're playing in Houston, which the uh, 100 degree weather is pretty much gone so you don't really have that in your advantage um they've been playing well or actually really good you know obviously we talk about since um the return of coco and stuff like that from international duty uh and just the amount of goals they've scored even before that right um and i'm in the sense of you know you played in houston portland 5-0 rsl 3-1 rsl again 3-0 2-0 against Columbus, and then you tie against LA Galaxy, which, again, we've, we've talked about this last uh, episode, the fact that people were like, my goodness, we shouldn't want that game 4-0. You still have to remember it's an away game. Like, they're on the, all, all those games are not purely winnable, and it wasn't like LA hasn't been playing good lately. Even with all the injuries, I mean, they're so handicapped. They basically lost all their DPs, you know, Chicharito, Brugman, Gasares, you name them, like their real main starters are out. So I, I agree 110% with you, Manny, here. It's one of this game against St. Louis is it's it's basically gonna teach you a lot. Yeah, I mean, the the idea here is that you're still competitive at home, uh, and you get all three points, man. You were gonna say something. Yeah, and then and this was gonna be a good test for Ben as well because i think you know the players have stepped up the players has given a lot more but starting from saturday it's going to be saturday and wednesday yeah every until the end of the season yeah. so even that's with the final the u.s open cup final so this will really push the team and him to see okay what this team can actually do you know because i think i think for mls is unusual but 
for you know but for european players you know that's what they used to that's what they're accustomed yeah. to but Asians will show how this team is built the system how you know it's just gonna help us know what we have and maybe what we can look forward to build on if you know but i do expect if we win these two games and even the sporting kc because it's so close the margins the margins are real close even though we win those two games we're still you know we're still not out of the 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 line to, to securely breach the playoffs but it's just i think if we get the sporty casey i think we should just you know just riot riot from there yeah and like we're taking a lot for granted we know they're good at home but they could easily like like eggs big time on those matches we hope that's not the case uh we hope that they're able to get those all three points man and uh so i guess you're saying a win in houston or for houston uh i'm gonna go ahead and say win as well and i'm assuming christian you're calling this one a w as well so I think we're all even even though St. Louis is a great team, I think uh we believe that did say it's a different Houston Dynamo. It was easy in the past to just, you know, see them play a good team and completely just, you know, be honest and say there's no way. There's no way the Dynamo can win. There's no way the Dynamo can tie. But we've seen uh what they've been doing and I think it's good. And hopefully that is the case that, that we continue to see them continue to get points, man. Um yeah, I don't know. Oh, uh, did I have something else? Oh, maybe not. Never mind. I don't know. Christian, did you want also, to add something? Well, uh, St. Louis, they play LAFC on Wednesday. So it's going to be interesting to see, you know, if they maybe rest some players. You know, maybe they do, maybe they don't. I, like, you know, it just kind of also depends, you know, what, what they're looking at. Because oh, mean, LAFC uh, is kind of direct competition for that first spot. Yeah, true. And uh, injury, that's what I was going to say. Injury report. Uh, teenager Davey, yeah. what did uh, we hear or not hear about teenage uh, money uh, from Ben, this press conference? Yeah, I think the main question from Joey, you know, shout out to Joey Stats, uh, as, you know, picking up the slack for everyone. Uh, I think it was just mostly that, you know, teenage has been constantly, you know, starting for those, you know, this last those game, he wasn't even on the, the sheet. So they were saying, you know, like, is he coming back to the first team? And I think the answer was pretty much yes. You know, there was no reason why he shouldn't be on the the, the starting sheet because he's been constantly performing. He's been at the medicals. It's been great. You know, it's just now it's just, you know, to see if he's up for I think he will, might start on the bench, but that's really hard to see. We'll see what what how Mikel and everyone's back. Yeah, I think I think the smart thing to do would be to keep him on the bench. Uh, you want to see him on the team sheet, but you don't, especially playing against St. Louis. I wouldn't really rock the boat a little too much. The center backs have been doing a great job. Mikel has been doing very good with Svechenko. Um, so that and even before that, again in against LA, obviously we saw the return of Ethan Barlow uh, due to um, Svechenko's suspension, but. No, it should be a fun game, man. It should be a pretty good one. Uh, man, I think we've hit everything we're going to talk about today. Uh, Christian, if you can tell the people how they can connect with us, man. Yes, you can always go to buyucitysoccer.net. That's where you're going to find everything. You know, everything is categorized. Ooh, that's a hard word. Uh, so you can check everything there, uh, anything and everything. You can find us at buyucitysoccer on Facebook, Instagram, face Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Uh, so hit us up over there, you know, give us like, subscribe, whatever, you know, you, you may like and enjoy, leave a comment, 
leave a review. Uh, and then if you want, if you want to be part of those uh, great people that helped us out uh, that Rudy mentioned earlier in the podcast, buymeacoffee.com slash um slash by city soccer i almost forgot uh yeah you can shout out to jeff strong man that's you gotta always give shout out to jeff strong let's go yeah you can always uh donate there you know you can make a one-time donation or you can make it a monthly thing obviously that's gonna help us out buying new gear you know keep trying to find other stuff uh, filling holes wherever we need to when it comes to the financial side of things of running such a nice operation that we're trying to do for the city of houston and the you know of the soccer community here. So that helps us out a lot. You can find me at Chris Putalias on Instagram and Twitter. You can find Rudy at Rudy Segura3 on Instagram and Twitter, if I'm not mistaken. Rudy Rodrigo, who's not here today. You can find Rodrigo at Rodrigo Segura01 and Manny at Manny Vela4, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, you can also find him on Twitter and Instagram. So hit us up. Let us know if you like us. Let us know if you don't. Actually, don't let us know. But you can always follow us there. Don't forget, BayouCitySoccer.net for yeah. all your soccer needs in Houston. And since we're here, man, might as well shout out to Marshall Singer. Shout out to you, bro. You know who you are. Uh, big supporter of the show for liking and commenting on our YouTube. Shout out, Marshall. <laughs> shout out, Marshall. But, uh, man, thank you so much, Houston soccer fans, for hanging out with us tonight, today. Whenever you guys are listening, uh, definitely make sure, like Christian said, rate, subscribe, man. All that goes a long way. And definitely share the news of Bio City Soccer uh, to your friends and family. Keep the uh, the community growing, for sure. And and with that, uh, we're going to ask you. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what Rodrigo says. But, uh don't forget to always hold it down and keep it forever orange. Oh.